0: All right, Lord, we just pray over Tish and we thank you for her gifting. We thank you for her journey. Uh, it's it's a journey of faith. And I, and I know she's in a journey, a season right now of discerning you, God, and saying, God, what is it you have for me next? And so we just pray for your clarity uh, for her, for our leadership team as well, God, that you would give everyone clarity and be of one accord. I pray for her now as she preaches. Thank you for this, this opportunity for us to get to hear her heart heart and what you've put on her heart. And I just pray you'd speak through her, help her feel at home uh, here among us and comfortable and at ease and knowing that you are with her and you are ready to speak through her. So we pray your blessing over her and we thank you, Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. So excited to be here today really am this is this this is a a blessing to be here i'm trying to get used to this mic too sounds a little um first and foremost i just want to say thank you to pastor noah thank you so much for this opportunity um i'm thanking god every day because like you said just a moment ago i'm I'm just seeking god to find out what he wants me to do next and um, i'm praying that his lamp (laughs) is leading leading me um let's just give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. I just give him some praise because he's so worthy to be praised. And got up this morning just full of wanting God to use me. Have you ever been there? Just wanting God to have his way and uh, us to get out of the way, right? Because sometimes we may get in the way of what God is doing in our lives. And I was just getting up and I was praying for everyone here today, praying for the service and um, just welcoming the Holy Spirit before I even got here. And um, I think that's really important as believers that we first start our praise and worship when we're at home. Amen. You agree? So that we'll be ready, right, to saturate the place with just praise and thanksgiving unto the Lord. I also, because I see a friend here, and I, I, I'm excited that he's here. He makes me a little nervous, but I'm so glad he's here. Pastor Carr, thank you, and his lovely wife. So glad you are here. Um, haven't seen you in years. So I'm so thankful that you're here, and I know you've already prayed for me. So I am in the book of John, chapter 14, verse uh, 27, as it was read earlier today, and I want to read it. Actually, yeah, this is the NIV. Just want to repeat: Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give you give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid. May I read it also from the Amplified version? Peace I live. I leave with you. My perfect peace I give to you, not as the world gives. Do I give to you? Do not let your hearts be troubled nor let it be afraid. Let my peace, my perfect peace, calm you in every circumstance and give you courage and strength for every challenge. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you right now for all that you are in and through each and every one of our lives. I thank you, Lord God, that it be more of you and less of us in each day that you give us on this planet earth. I thank you, God, that you would touch the hearts and minds of your people right now. I ask, Lord God, that you would speak directly to them and uniquely tailor the message so that they can hear specifically what you're asking, what you're seeking, and what you are beckoning us to do. Father, we love you today. We magnify, we glorify your holy and righteous name. We stand in awe of your presence right now. Speak Holy Spirit. Amen. We thank you, Lord, to receive a word today, even myself, God. I thank you, Lord, for all that you do, Lord. You're miraculous every day, your omnipotent power, God, your omnipresence, Lord. We thank you today. Now, Lord, as we move forward in this service and I speak on your perfect peace. Lord, you know what's on the hearts and minds of your people right now. You know this is the holiday season. Sometimes it's not always easy for many people. And we all have different weights that we are carrying, Lord. So let me, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable unto you, Lord. You are my strength and my redeemer And Lord, I ask that you let no flesh glory in your presence. In the name of Jesus, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So today I would love to speak from the gift of inner peace. The gift of inner peace. So I was sharing with Pastor Noah that I had um, purchased this uh, plane ticket a few years ago. Well, actually a year ago. And um, I was actually going to Missouri to a training. And unfortunately, I didn't have my COVID test. <laughs> so of course, they was like, well, um, we're, you're unable to attend because I didn't have the COVID test. Now I did attempt and I got like, I thought it was, you can get the one shot and you, you're done. This was when they first, they were offering that, And unfortunately they didn't have it. So I had to do the two. So I got the one she said, well, you may not be ready by the time you need to get on this flight. So. So I'm sitting on this ticket. I'm trying to depend, I'm like, Lord, where am I going? And um, during this time, I had my mother, she's passed now, but I was kind of unsettled of leaving her at the same time. So I'm like, I'm seeking God, like, Lord, I need peace. I need peace in this season of my life, but I also need a break. You know, I know it's not by accident that I couldn't go, but I could go wherever I wanted, right, with the ticket. So I held on that ticket. It's like, and I I always talk about it. Like, I got to get out of here. I need a break. I just need a break. And I kept telling some friends, like, why don't you just go? (laughs) And I was like, I am going to go, but I got to go make sure the timing is right. What I'm getting at is that I wasn't at peace yet. I wasn't settled yet. I, I, I just. I had this thing and I know it was fear, right? Fear of just something might happen while I'm gone. And so um, unfortunately my mother did pass before I um, went actually on the 1st of December. Um, I took my trip and I went to Florida and was able to sit with the Lord and I'm seeking peace. I'm seeking God to lead and direct me. How many of you been there? You just want to sit in his presence. I'm like, I don't want to do nothing, but stay at the hotel, just rest. And I did some walking around because it was a nice area and um, just sought God for peace. I want to be settled. How many of you want to be settled in what God wants you to do? You know, I've been wandering for a long time. You know, I've accepted just a little bit of background about myself. Um, I accepted my call in uh, 2004, and um, whole life changed, turned upside down. How many of you heard them stories? Like, oh, as soon as you say yes. And so God has been, been developing me ever since, and I'm so grateful for it. And no one has the same journey, right? Everybody sees and perceives God in different ways. Everybody's experience, everybody's environment, even when we were kids. Think about it when you were a child growing up and what was the, what was the technical word? What is the theology? What did you believe about God when you were coming up, growing up? right? Whether it was said verbally or what they did, right? Sometimes it contradicts itself when, when family members may not be all the way there, right? They got one toe in. Like I, I do believe in God, but yet I don't know, Tish. <laughs> so I had grew up in, in an environment like that. So c- the Lord calling me in the ministry? No way. There is no way. However, I did accept, and I I am here where I am now today, and I'm just so glad. So glad, and sometimes it's not always cut and dry like this is what I want you to do. So I'm not sure if anyone in here, God is beckoning you. He's nudging you. Don't be, um, don't look to others for their testimony because God can do a new thing. I have people looking at me like, what is she doing? She's all over the place. But yet I'm always told I'm, I'm like the Jonah, modern day Jonah running because, you know, this is not an easy thing to do, right, to preach, right? So I, I will say, may we all continue to seek God for his peace and what he does. I think it's a sign that when we're not at peace, when we're unsettled, that means God has more. Like uh, you're not in the lane I want you to be in yet, Right. I want you to go this way, but you still are adamant because you're more comfortable over here. Amen. And so God will let you stay there (laughs) until you come to an agreement with his word and what his will is for our lives. Amen. And I say, and I see your faces. So I'm asking God as I'm praying, Lord, touch the hearts and minds of your people right now, because I got a feeling. I sense you, Lord God touching everyone in here because you've asked them to do some things that are outside their comfort zone. I ask, Lord God, right now that you comfort them. Give them peace, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, that sometimes it will be unsettling until we walk in the way that you have called and created us to do through your purpose, God. So I thank you for every person here is still searching for their purpose, what it is that they need to do, what it is that you want them to do, Help them to die to themselves daily, God. It's not an easy process. Salvation is not an easy process. There's a cost. And I thank you for it today, O oh God. The gift of inner peace. I want to share what many would say from a strong concordance um, Perception is complete wholeness, sound, and making amends. Peace, to have a kind of peace that is spoken in the Bible means complete wholeness, sound, and making amends. I want to ask you, you don't have to say it out loud, what is it today that is disturbing your inner peace? Could be one thing, multiple things. What is something today? We're in the holiday season. I know I'm shaking up every day. I'm like, Lord, okay, I'm unsettled. Help me. I mean, you know, we need grace. We definitely need grace. When we feel that there is an unsettling in our spirits, we have to ask God, of course, for peace. We have to ask God whatever he whatever he's asking of us and from us why, Lord? I need, I need help. Grace is unmerited favor, right? So I'm like, Lord, help me to accept what it is that you would have me to do or say or go. Some of us may be experiencing some health concerns in here. Some may know someone as having some health concerns and it's unsettling, right? Family and friends, Sometimes it's just a lack of communication or too much communication. You want some time alone. Could it be work or business that may be unsettling, that you need some peace? Could it be money matters, things that you know you have to get in order, right? Get your ducks in order. Sometimes we might be just spending too much because we have it, but time is fleeting. Like, oh, well, I need to just spend it. I I want it. I'm going to get it. And then some of us may be like, you need to be on a budget, right, to stay on this budget so that we may achieve some of those goals that we have planned for the following year. Christmas holiday is upon us. Could the thought of Christmas, Christmas be causing you to feel certain emotions that interrupt your peace, such as myself? This is a hard season because, like I said, I just lost my mother. I didn't tell you when. It was August. August. But due to the ailment that she was suffering from, one of them, which is dementia, it, it's like a second death when she actually goes. First one is when she loses her speech, right? When she is unable to interact with us. And so I've been grieving for the last couple of years. Still functioning, but grieving. And this season, Thanksgiving was great. I have one sibling and... We both um, stayed at my mother's house, and I cooked dinner, you know, and we were just having good memories. We focused on the good memories, the good times. Still was unsettling. Lord, I need peace. I miss my mother. She was too young to go. Right? It's hard sometimes. Life is never going to be easy, but I thank God for preparing me for this season. It's all works together for our good. I heard Romans 8, 28 said earlier, all things work together. And so and this is how the mindset, the kingdom mindset must be. Even when things are uncomfortable, unsettling, we got to know that God always has his way and that his way is still yet perfect. Amen. It is never, never, never easy. And when you are called, those who are know that they got a calling in here, I just, I just feel... God is working on people in here right now. I don't know. And God is saying, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. He has a great work. Mm, a great work. My great work. What are some signs, though, when we know that we are not at peace? Now, you know yourself, so I'm just going to touch on a few things. Some people may become irritated about the slightest little thing that may come up in life, right? Some people may isolate themselves from other people because they just don't want to be around others right now. How many you know we got to just respect that? Sometimes it's hard because we love them, right? Especially as people that's close to us. But it's best that we give them their space and not take it personally and become offended. Offended. Because that's the first thing. Some people, if you're not mature enough yet, you would take it as they're coming and attacking you. But it really isn't. Is that they're dealing with something that is unsettling in any peace. Sometimes it's Lord in their lives. And if the Lord is in, in their lives, that means fantastic. He's going to let you be. If they're not and they are having challenges and they are unsettled and they're without peace and you see that, you discern that, now we have to ask God, Lord, give me an opportunity to speak, your, speak life to my family member, to my friend, right? Find ways to speak life because you never know what's going on in their mind and in their spirit. Then there are some people who may self-medicate, some with you know, drugs, alcohol, porn, overeating, undereating, right? Some people may become angry, Short temper. The big one is lack of sleep, too. I mean, just lay up. You you go to bed, you know it's time to go to sleep, and you just cannot fall asleep. Now that I'm in this season where it's menopause, Lord, I know it's another reason now. (laughs) I just can't sleep. You know, hot flashes and everything. I did not know all of this. My mother said, you just wait. And she was right. I always say, I wish she was here so I could tell her so I can just give her a high five, like, Mom, you was right. And that was just a different reason. But some people can't sleep because they are unsettled in other areas of their lives. Sometimes it's a matter of they know God is calling them to do more, or sometimes you just haven't forgiven somebody that God asked you to forgive, right? Sometimes it's like, God, I, I want you to go take this class so you can get the information so I can set you up in this job so I can set you up in a new career. Sometimes I want you to sit down and read that Bible (laughs) so that you can learn more about who I am. And that's not always easy. I'm just going to give, because I know you're wondering, like Tish has been all these years. I've been fighting. I've been running. Because I wanted what I wanted. I wanted to be, and I am in business, but I, I wanted to do it my way in terms of accepting the call. I, you know, God don't care about what we want. <laughs> he, he's great, all right, that's great. But here's your assignment, daughter, son. This is what I want you to do. And so until you surrender, I heard the song that day. until we surrender, you're gonna be a little irritated and i can testify I'm, I'm i'm good now i'm a little more toward now i can i can really confess i've been irritated over some years I'm trying not to cry cuz i can feel your heart's too like lord what must i do to get out of this i don't have peace right now i'm unsettled help me lord give me the grace I'll do whatever, Have you, I will do whatever you want me to do, Lord. Just get me out of this. Been there, still there. And then when you surrender and submit, I go, oh, Lord, I need to go forgive so-and-so. I'm going go on over here and forgive. How I many of you know it's still a process? It's still a process to stop doing what God said not to do. It's still a process to do what God said to do so that you will become unsettled and at peace with his will. So what is this thing, worldly peace? We've heard a lot about Satan's kingdom. We see it every day. We are in competition, actually, because we are here as believers to help others to accept Christ. But yet we are in competition with social media, We're in competition with all the material things. I have learned over the years, never put your faith, your trust, your identity in anything that you can lose. If you can lose it, it's not going to bring you joy, not long term, right? It's always fleeting. Material things, we need them. We enjoy them, right? But will that make you happy? We see many people who have everything and still yet are unsettled. They're not at peace. What do you think they're missing? That one thing that they cannot ever quench is the thirst for righteousness, the thirst of a relationship with Christ. And so we, as believers, have to share what that looks like. Not just by reading the word and quoting scriptures. We have to Live and be the word. Whether we like it or not, people are looking at us. People are staring at us. We conf- the moment we confess that we love the Lord, Lord is, you know, is our Lord and shepherd, right? They want to see a difference in us. They want to see something different about each and every one of us. The way we talk, where we go, where we work. Are we showing up? where they can see the the love of Christ in us and through us. When people leave our presence, the goal is for them to experience the love of Christ. Even the mean ones, (laughs) even the ones who are difficult to love, right? But we still got to show them some love. I got so many stories I can tell you. I have family members that just, whatever, whatever reason, and now I'm more mature and I'm like, instead of staying away, I go and show up. I got some pie, I got whatever it is. Let's go to the, let's go bowling. And they know we, we got a riff, right? Because they mad at me for some reason. I have no idea. Now we go bowling regularly, on monthly. And I know they're wondering, like, how can she be so kind? It, it is not me. It's the Holy Spirit that's in each and every one of us. We have a decision to show up to be kind or show up to be rude. We have have to make a decision to stop perpetual cycles from generation from generation. We know what our families have gone through and have experienced. We got some family members that are unruly, right? They want to do whatever they want, and God is using us to bring them into the fold, Right? friends and family members and people out in the world, God is looking at us to hold our light up. It's not always easy. It is not always easy. So the worldly peace, where people will depend on their status, their image, their location, where they live at, right? I live in such and such neighborhood. So what? We still human. All of us are still humans, and we can't take nothing with us. I drive this and that. Is that who you are? Is that what makes makes you who you are? So think about that. You're not defined by your money. You're not defined by where you live. You're not defined about what degrees you have, what school you went to. We have to keep that mindset when it's so difficult, right? When we see friends and family and even enemies doing well from the world perspective, right? But God already knows the desires of our hearts. I mean, you know, God wants to give us what we want, right? But in a way where we're not going to make it an idol, God wants us to be at peace with whatever that he offers us, that he genuinely gives us because he knows how wonderful the whole picture is. When he gives us exactly what we want, sometimes we have to wait. Sometimes it's not necessarily a no. Sometimes it's not necessarily, and sometimes, let me say this, sometimes it is a no. And how many, how many of you know that when he does say no, it's to protect us, not to keep anything from us? It's, it's us that makes up those types of things. Like, God just don't want me to have it. No, God sees down the line in our future what's going to be wonderful, right? What's going to be perfect for you. So many things I've asked God for, and I know the word says you, you can ask amiss, incorrectly, in error. It is possible. It is possible. So, this is why we must know the word of God so we know what to ask for. Now, he knows. Look at Solomon, right? We, Solomon had everything, right? But then he yet asked for wisdom because he knew the other things that he had was fleeting. What was it? A vein, right? A chasing after the wind. So, when we, and as I continue to grow, I'm I'm looking at life a little different. My lens are different now because I've experienced quite a bit now. And so my desires have been, Lord, not my will, but thy will be done. There are some things that I do want, and it would be wonderful to have them. But if you don't give it to me, I'm still going to serve you. I'm still going to believe. I'm still going to trust you. I'm still going to give you the glory for the things that you do give me, the things you don't give me, the things that you make me wait. This is the prayer at night, you all. Lord, I'm thankful. I'm grateful. Things ain't what I really want them to be right now, but I'm grateful. I'm at peace that I don't get everything that I say that I want. Because I know that, Lord God, if I operate in your Biblical principles, and I walk up rightly before you, there's no good thing that He will withhold from us. Amen? So, that car you want, the house you want, whatever it is, diamonds, gold, whatever you want, guys, I won't withhold those things from you if you walk up rightly before me. I'm not even in my scripture, but it all goes into peace. Because I know it's on the hearts and minds of people. How do I know? Because I'm in prayer. How do I know? Because I prayed for us today. How do I know? Because I'm human too. How do I know? Because I am a sinner saved by grace. We all are. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. I think we will live better lives when we understand that there is no competition. I want to be better than what I was last week, right? Yesterday. That's my goal. I'm not in competition with anybody. None of us should be in competition. When we see somebody, we need to be high-fiving them and celebrating them. Because our turn is coming. It's coming. So, how do we develop the peace of God? First and foremost, we're doing one thing right now. We're showing up. We're showing up. I know it's different church has changed since the pandemic. Would you agree? We still got many people that's watching from the bedroom (laughs) or from their breakfast table. Guess what? It's okay, but it's us to bring them in, right? It's us because there's, God says we must commune with one another, amen? It's nothing like, because we need, we were created to commune with one another, There's no way around it. We can't live in an island of all our own. We can't. So this is why it's so important when I come in groups, and and I'm a very private person, and that's a learned behavior, I confess. All my family, don't tell nobody. We can be on our deathbed. Don't tell nobody. Like, what in the world? And people could have been praying for us, right? Saints could be helping to pray our health better. In situations where we could get help, So I'm learning that I have to reprogram, especially when I was young, I had to reprogram, deprogram everything. You know, because we only are a product of our environment. But once we come into the fold, into the belief that there is a God that is on our side and that who created us and know everything about us, we want to go to the manufacturer. I want to go to God. Like, Lord, how, why did you create me like this? Why am I like this? And then God gets to showing you it's not you, it's, it's the environment. You know, you know, you only become what you see in many cases. So you, if you are exposed to more, you become more. Hallelujah. So we got to continue to. Ooh, I'm all over the place. I got to forgive me, but I feel you all. We got a prayer. So we got to pray. We got to have a prayer life. We got to make sure that we are in communion with the Lord. And if you're new to prayer, my suggestion would be, be yourself. Come to the Lord as yourself. You don't have to pray, you know, like other people pray. God just wants your honesty. He wants our transparency. He already knows anyway. But he wants to see us make an effort to sit at his feet and to confess. (laughs) Lord, I messed up again. (laughs) Help me, Lord, because my mouth is going off. I I shouldn't have said that or I shouldn't have did that. I shouldn't have spent that money on that, right? Lord, forgive me. Help me. It's grace. Because nobody's perfect. Reading the word of God daily, right? We can say that all day, right? And then when we get home, it's like, okay, I I think I can fit in 10 minutes or so. But let me encourage you. The more you do it, the more you develop an appetite for it. The more you do it, the more you see that you need it because God will begin to show you yourself in that word. Sometimes it's, can I testify? Sometimes when I first started I was crying like every other scripture. I'm like, good Lord. I'm, I can't even get through a one book. What chapter without crying? Because his Holy Spirit begins to work on us in ways that we cannot describe, even imagine. If we really want to be transformed by the renewing of our mind, it's going to hurt. It's not going to feel good sometimes. We can read the Psalms, yes, to get us happy. Like David, yeah, he was that thing. He was doing all this stuff, but yet he served the Lord with gladness. But there are some days I'm not glad reading that word. I'm crying. I'm repenting. Lord, I want peace because I know this is not the will. I'm out of order. I'm out of sync. How do we get back in sync and in order? It's this word of the word of God. So we have to meditate on the word and put it to memory. I remember I had these little cards. I'm just just sharing because I see some young people here and I want to help. And maybe you further along in your walk with me. Forgive me. And sometimes we just need a reminder. amen. We just need a reminder. I need to get back to that. I need to get back to praying with my family before we leave the house. I need to get back to sitting at the dinner table and reading that word and asking, how was your day? What did God do in your life today? What did you do for God today? Another thing that I did and to develop spiritual di- disciplines is to practice self-care. It took me too long to just take a break. How many of you are just like, you need a break? I, I just need a break of all of this that's going on. And as we are approaching 2024, we have to ask God, what are, what, what are we doing in 2024, Lord? How are you going to use me? I want to be used. But what do you need to, to do to purge that's hindering my progress? What, are you, what do you need to prick? What do I need to change about my mindset? Because I feel like I'm going in circles going in circle remember israel They're going i mean 40 years people of god he's just he's just wait, waiting on us to move to get in alignment with his word and everybody walk is different and he the lord that is corrects builds up Challenges us in different ways. Because he already knows where we began, right? What family we come from, what belief systems that we have had, right? Some things that need to be changed, broke down. And that takes work. I I know some people are like, what is taking you so long? Don't question God's process. This is his process. What he's doing with that person doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to do it for that person in that manner, right? You don't need that, but this person does. So let them go ahead and go through their process. We can't cheat people out of what God is doing in their lives and how he is developing them. So we we got to get active too. Let me talk about some other things. We got to get active. How many exercise that helps us with Relinquishing those things that we keep holding on to. And I'm one of them. Serving others in some way, given of our time and resources. These are ways that we can be at peace, knowing that nothing is ours. We are only stewards over everything that he gives us. And he can take it away anytime. Reading other books of interest. I'm talking about getting back to God's peace. We can't be so spiritually high minded that we forget that we're humans. God knows we're going to read different things. Hopefully, they're uplifting and building and challenging us. God knows we're going to bowl. We're going to whatever that we like to do. Do the social media thing. But God says, warning. There's some things that I don't want you to be exposed to, but guess what? It's up to you to watch that thing by sitting before the Lord. Because some things we can't control, right? That comes up, but we have to give it to the Lord. Like, Lord, thank you for this opportunity. And I know this does not glorify your name. Help me to still have the right perspective, the right outlook of what you're doing in my life and through my life. Some of us need to find some different things, such as hobbies to do, to bring you joy, right, to bring you peace. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Let not your hearts be troubled. What does that mean? We're so full of the things of the world, right? We got to ask God to fill us up. Fill us up with more of your word. Fill us up so that we won't be troubled by the things that we see. Set our affections on things above and not on the earth. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and your righteousness and all these things will be added unto us. We'll move on. I love y'all because y'all kind of hard for me today, but it's, it's okay. Some supporting scriptures I want to just share. Isaiah 26 and 3, you will keep in perfect peace those whose mind are steadfast because they trust in you. I have told you these things so that you, excuse me, I told you those things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. 2 Thessalonians 3 and 16. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times and in every way. The Lord be with all of you. Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Do not be anxious about anything. Don't worry. But be in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present. Present your request to God. 7 and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Those are just some supporting scriptures that help us build up our faith. Amen? I can go further, but I just want to close because I had a few more minutes, and I just want to share this song, the lyrics to this song, by Young and Free. I have no idea who they are, but... It's a wonderful lyrical song. You will stay true even when the lies come. Your word remains truth. Even when my thoughts don't line up, I will stand tall on each promise you made. Let the rest fade away. There's a peace far beyond all understanding. May it ever set my heart at ease. Dare, anxiety come, I'll remember. That peace is a promise you keep. Peace is a promise you keep. You will stay true even in the chaos. Your word remains truth. Even when my mind wreaks havoc, I will be still for I've known all along. My Jehovah Shalom. There's a peace far beyond all understanding. May it ever set my heart at ease. What anxiety fails to remember is peace is a promise you keep. Peace is a promise you keep. You are peace to a restless soul. Peace when my thoughts wage war. Peace to be the anxious heart. That's who you are. That's who you are. You are peace when my fear takes hold. Peace when I feel enclosed. Peace when I lose control. That's who you are. That's who you are. I have found peace far beyond all understanding. Let it flow. My mind's under siege. All anxiety bows in the presence. Excuse me. All anxiety bows in the presence of Jesus, the keeper of peace. And peace is a promise he keeps. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for your grace and your mercy. I thank you, Lord God, that your presence is here. I thank you, Lord God, that hearts are heavy, but Father God, your word says your burdens are light. I thank you, Lord, as we lean and depend on you for all things, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that you will honor our prayer request. I thank you, Lord God, for those, including myself, that have areas where we're unsettled, we're out without peace. I thank you that your word says peace surpasses all understanding, your peace. Father, I thank you, Lord, for every heart and mind today. Thank you for Pastor Noah. Thank you for all everyone here today and those who may be watching. Lord, we love you. We magnify you and glorify your name. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah.